7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week, we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week, it was my turn. And I challenge Sam to play the Italian cuisine-themed racing game... Bestrale! <laughs> I am so sorry, you'll never be able to say Best Rally ever again after this episode. I can't even bring myself to say it. So I'm just going to say The Game from now on. <laughs> so The Game is made by Odd Rock Studio. <laughs> yes, who I believe are a small indie studio based out of Helsinki, Finland. Uh, this game came out only a month ago, so, you know, we're cutting edge, as always on this show, as yeah. I know you've come to expect from us. <laughs> uh, divided into 30 levels, you get to play against the clock, zooming your little rally car across uh, 30 different courses. Uh, you can turn left, you can turn right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty it. much it. Yeah. yeah, the car automatically moves as soon as the level starts. Yes. Uh, and so all You have you, no choice. Yeah, all you have to do is just steer the direction of the car by generally p- pressing right and generally pressing left on the screen. Until you get too excited, like I did many times, and ended up pressing too far off screen. Right. And I was like, why am I not turning? Oh, wait. <laughs> My thumb has drifted. I suppose that's not a problem if I were to upgrade to the iPhone X um, Because there is no edge of the screen. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is a really, really challenging game. Well, it takes a lot to be the best. <laughs> I'm dying to say it. <laughs> okay, Sam, you can say it three times. Okay. <laughs> I must try it. Okay. Ding, one. All right. Um, yeah, I really like this game. I didn't think that I'd like it as much when I first saw it because it does seem a little bit, a little boiled down. Okay. Right. Yeah. But when I, when I actually got into it, when I played it, like the graphics are great. Um, mm. the, the tactile feel is fantastic. They have a really good... Uh, haptic feedback where if you nudge the edge course the course edge or like different obstacles that your car faces those pesky giant tires yeah oh boy it like attracts you (laughs) um yeah it gives like a nice little bing and you know that you've sort of messed up you messed up you done messed up boy right and it counts because what you have to do is really try to shave the time as best as possible and try to go for a perfect run you got to shave it yeah. Keep on shaving. Keep on shaving. Um, Bestrali, keep on shaving. <laughs> That's two. Is it two per person or is it... I think two in total. And three, 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 three in total. In total. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So I'll give you the pleasure of saying the last one. <laughs> Overall, like I had a really good time with this game. Yeah. I'm very impressed that it is seemingly from a two-person studio. Two people made this, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. Like It feels super polished. Yeah. The gameplay is great. The car feels great. Yeah. I do have some issues. I do have some <laughs> yes. issues with it, um, well, but sure. they're they're very minor. And uh, from what I've noticed, I suppose it's really a mix of a racing game with golf, because <laughs> essentially you get a par for the course, right? You need yeah. a certain time to get a star or two stars or three stars. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun because you complete the course once, and you're like, oh, okay, that's a reasonable time. Then the shaving starts, and then you're like, okay. Which literal corners can I cut to get to the end faster? And, and yeah. I tell you, they're not cheap with those stars. Ooh, yeah, that three stars, sometimes <laughs> yeah. super difficult. I feel like there's definitely an imbalance. Some of them, impossible. I will right. say it's impossible to get three stars on some of them. But some of the others felt pretty easy to get three stars. I, I, I think you have to do that, right? If all of the courses were very hard and challenging, then I, I feel you'd get very frustrated easily. You do need like a nice good ebb and flow of easy levels. And your pesky water levels, right? 
Or anything with bridges. The bridges. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> woods and woods, too. Oof. Oof. They had a really good balance of everything. And the reason why you want to shave time off is, one, they're not giving away the stars easily. You do need to make it uh, as quick as possible with the right skill as possible. But I think every, like, three levels or so, or, like, four levels, there is a gate. Dump the gates. Yeah. No. You can't, you can't proceed and you open. You shall not pass. You shall not pass unless you have a certain amount of stars. And it's very close, Usually in games like this, it's 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 like a freebie. It's like if you get two out of three stars in each of the levels, most likely you're able to just pass to the next section. But in in this game's case, like you all, you need to get for most of them, you need to get a three star, and three star usually consists of a perfect run to get to the very last level. Spoiler alert: I got to the last level. You need eighty stars. And that's divided over 29 courses. So yeah, you basically need an average of 2.7 stars right. for every every game. Or if you put it in easier terms to understand. Please do. In order to get three stars in all 30 courses, you need you get you have to have 90 stars, right? I mean, it's a total of 90 stars. Okay, maybe that's not easier <laughs> to understand. <laughs> all right, so Sam, what was your lowest starred course? I don't think I got below a two star for any of the courses. I made sure to get, because at some point you need to go through them and just try to get as much stars as possible. Or you're not able to proceed to the next gate. There's two types of courses. One is a straightforward race around the course game. The second type of course is a collect all the things in a kind of a, more like a demolition derby kind of thing where it's like driving around. Those are my least favorites. I don't know how you felt about them. Yeah, but they were not. Uh, they weren't fun. Like you need to collect all the bees. <laughs> collect the bees. The letter B, not a, not the insect B. Right. That would be kind of more. Yeah, fun. it's confusing. Why it was the letter B for the oh. game name? <laughs> uh, I, don't I know. almost tricked you. To say. <laughs> I don't know. How did you feel about those? Um, I felt like they were a good change. Every once really, in I was a while. like, oh, oh, stupid B game. Oh, like I kind of liked it because it it focused you or it helped you being precise with some of the turns that's what that's true i don't think i got a three star in any of the collection levels i got three stars for a couple of them and that mainly happened uh because i bought the cars oh okay so there's another mechanic on top of that Mm -hmm. there is a mechanic in your garage which will garage how do Americans say that word? Not an actual mechanic, like not a person that's there. That's, that. <laughs> that's kind of where I was going with that joke. <laughs> and this mechanic, will he will give you more cars if you watch an ad and you get a car for three minutes. Or you can buy a car for the exorbitant price of three ninety nine. You can buy a single car, but you can unlock them all for four ninety nine. Right. Which, I mean, who's going to buy a single car? Yeah. What, are you an idiot? I have some issues with this. Yeah, let's dig into the monetization. Monetization corner. So when you first start off, um, I didn't notice an ad right away. I I already liked the feel of the game and I wanted to support them. And so one of the first things... Support your creators. That is like a little popover showed me was, hey, for $1.99, remove all ads. And I was like, of course, I want to support this game. This game is already fun. I'm digging it, digging the feel. Yeah. Boom, paid $1.99. And then there are some courses where I just couldn't get over the two-star limit, right? I, was, I thought I was driving perfectly, mm-hmm. made the turns right. 
I whipped the back end of my car with a super drift and I was unable for me to get the three star. Mm. So I was like, okay. Craving that that third star. Yeah, maybe. thirsty for that star. I am, much like Sonic and his rings. But (laughs) when I went to look at the car, it then said, hey, here's some different cars you can buy. Any one of these cars will remove ads. And I was like, well, damn it. I should have supported them this way. Now I kind of need to pay more than double. Yeah, that didn't feel particularly nice. I didn't like that. Just if have I was that them, option. Yeah, just say, yeah. here, four ninety nine. unlock the cars and remove ads. Right. Because, yeah, the first thing I saw was, oh, pay to remove ads, which I did. And then, as you play the game a little more, you then find the this whole garage and there's more cars. And yep. then you're like, oh, four ninety nine to unlock the cars and remove ads. Yeah. Which I'm like, eh, that doesn't feel very good to me. I wasn't happy. Yeah. If and I hadn't seen the ads and if I hadn't paid to remove ads already, for sure, four ninety nine are not the cars and things. Yeah. But because I'd already paid one ninety nine, it feels like they're the system is flawed. But I don't think that's a great strategy to yeah. try and get one ninety nine up first before actually you could get four ninety nine out of someone. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. I for me, if I saw that whole screen with all of the options, I probably would have felt a lot better about it. The other thing that I had an issue with was I didn't know what the benefits of the car was because it doesn't specifically tell you. They look slightly different. And they one look is red. Different, right. One kind of looks faster, right? One looks more off-roady. One looks like a Citroen 2CV. If you actually do play it, there are differences between the cars. Like a turning circle is quicker, smaller. Or toiter. Right? Toiter. Uh, some go faster initially, right? But don't have a max oh. top speed. Some, I feel, do grip a little bit better. And so there are differences, but it's not explicit or they don't tell you what those differences are. So if you are going to spend some money on buying these cars, one, there's an issue with that because you're buying performance, right? On a game. Uh, yes, pay to win. Yeah. And secondly, you don't know what those benefits are. And then afterwards, when you do find out, when you're in like level 25... You do realize you can actually get all three stars by using the first car. Yeah, I feel like I got most of my stars with the original car. You know, there was no indication that, hey, Sam, it's actually possible for you to get all three stars if you're just better at it. (laughs) Save your money, you get better at it. Now, one of the things I did like was there was an ability to challenge your friend. That was surprisingly well done. Yeah, I really like that. So I think one complaint would be there's no multiplayer. Like This feels like Mm. multiplayer could be a great option. Uh, where you can race directly against someone. Like a destruction derby sort of thing? Yeah. Mm. In place of that, they have a challenge your friend yep. where you can send your time to someone. And not only will they see your time, they will then actually see the the shadowy figure of your car mm-hmm. zooming around the track, taunting them with your sweet turns <laughs> that they can't keep up with. <laughs> I wish that was a very nice detail. Uh, and then even on the actual levels itself, you will see your previous best time acted out in ghost form and i think those are pretty much mainstays in most in a lot of rally car games um oh, really on oh, consoles that shows how little i know of this world <laughs> yeah so popular games like gran turismo does it um colin mcgray uh rally series <laughs> dirt series um i don't know if they pioneered it but they're one mm. of the first people that actually do it from code masters that's oh. the that's hello name of the- code master <laughs> the name of the gaming company i mean it's a great idea right this is the first time i've come across it but i was like yeah, oh, yeah. it's great it's fun uh, i was actually very surprised that they implemented it on this because one i don't think it'd be easy to implement mm-hmm. that right to be able to share your friends or like your time and your ghost path through a link 
Um, the only thing that I felt missing was that experience was if I did beat it, it didn't give you any feedback, the challenger. Right, there's no bragging rights to go back to go, right. yeah, you challenged and you lost. <laughs> because, yeah, like the whole point of it was like you're sending it to challenge your friend um, <laughs> and there's no feedback from that. Shall we get to the three by threes? Yeah, let's get to the three by threes. Three things good and three things bad. Some are happy, some are sad. <laughs> Bam, hit me with some good points. Good points. Uh, it's a really good driving game that's very challenging to the right amount, especially for me. Like, mm. I felt that I got a really good driving experience from it. Unlike driving in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> driving in New Jersey is not bad. It's <laughs> yeah, it's once you get to New York. <laughs> you don't, yeah. I thought the difficulty was pitched just right. Like, it's just frustrating enough to keep you coming back, but without you getting mad and giving up entirely, mm-hmm. which I think uh, Golf Club Wasteland didn't get right. I think they went a little bit, for me anyway, they went a little bit too far into the... Storytelling. And, well, there's the frustration and difficulty side too quickly, yeah. which turned me off, whereas this the, the ramp-up of difficulty in the levels was pretty nice. And then you can go back and replay the levels. I think I probably replayed each level many times as yeah. well. For me, the reason why it was pretty invigorating is because the, the car movement felt kind of accurate like it felt like a real car it kind of felt like the way the car swings around the way that it wobbles the way that your tires have traction all felt very good to a point where you know it didn't feel like some silly gimmicky game it felt actual and it actually felt like you can shave time off right did you ever play micro machines back in the day like the top down scroller i feel like that Obviously, graphically, far in inferior, but that still had a very good feel. Yeah. Like, somehow the cars, like, had that little bit of a drift. Mm-hmm. But you're like, yeah, this feels like real physics. Yeah. Which, I, yeah, they absolutely nailed in this as well. Yeah, I like the sharing and challenge mechanic. That was pretty nice. Yeah. And then delightful to sort of actually see your opponent's shadow car playing out the, the level. I think we shared some links to each other. We did. And yes. some were mind boggling on like how you got those times i was convinced that you're cheating (laughs) i'm a bot (laughs) one of the things that i really liked was the way that the level resetted itself normally in Mm. games if you press the reset level it transitions and resets the entire level so that takes a little bit of time this game was very mindful of that and it just moved your car back to the beginning it saved the states of the level so it didn't have to reload anything but it just reset everything on the level rather than doing like a fresh restart of that level Mm. which might take some loading time when you first load a level it gives you a little three two one bleep go right uh but then when you subsequently have to restart and believe me you will be restarting a lot yeah it just zips the car back to the start line and goes right uh because as we said before, you have no control over the acceleration. So there's actually no need for you to have a countdown because turns out there's nothing you can really do. But that is added to like the light feeling of this game of like, oh, I can crank out a few levels. I can restart super quickly. It's not going to take a long time. On some of the more challenging levels, like how long did it take you to get a uh, happy amount of stars? <laughs> a, star, a star count that I would be happy with. My skill level sort of went up. Then it like plateaued where I just couldn't do anything. And then I kind of got pretty good. And I think towards the end of the levels, it would maybe only take me five minutes. I don't know. I don't really have a good mm. sense of actually how much time I sank into this. Um, but uh, at the like minute level, but I would be like, oh yeah, I can like crank through these levels pretty quick to the end. I feel like I kind of scot, I became the car. <laughs> you became the car. Yeah. See the car, be the car, you are the car. <laughs> I am Herbie. 
<laughs> Number 53. <laughs> there are some where I was in the zone and I must yeah. have spent like 15 minutes on some of these levels. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which is great. There aren't a lot of games where it gets me in the flow and like in the zone of the game where you're like, you know, it's all you see is the screen and you are one with the car. Screaming right. kids disappear into the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're usually past that. Anyway. <laughs> bad points. Bad points. My main bad point, which is not really like a severe bad point, is that from a game that derives so much perfection and precision, there isn't really any cue of which direction your car is facing. This tripped me up many times. I would want to replicate the turn, the perfect turn that I did previously, which I happened to get by slightly tapping it. Sometimes when the angle of your camera is and the car is coming towards you, it's hard to gauge what, exactly what angle your car is in. And yeah, so some of those parts were tricking me mm. up a little bit. Oh, yeah, that. And then also for me, the fact is the camera remains stationary stationary to the track. So if it's the camera's always facing north and it follows your car around, and then if your car is moving south, controls are inverted. Mm. Or rather, the controls don't change. So if you're... So now left becomes turn right and right becomes turn left. So definitely many times I turned the wrong direction yeah. when the car was coming kind of towards the camera because, yeah, now the controls are inverted on, on which way the car will turn. Yeah. I don't know how to fix that. I don't want the controls to invert literally when you're going a different... when you're kind of coming towards the camera, but, like, could the camera just follow the car? So I, I have two suggestions. Yeah. I do feel like the isometric view, like the top-down sort of view that's stationary, is beneficial to the ca- game's, like, casual nature. But in order to build in that precision and, like, the confusion of you going left and right, I think there are a few things that you can do. Oh, it is isometric. Yes, it's kind of from the side. Yeah. Right. One solution is to simply put sort of like a laser pointer that is shown on the road in front of your car. That, yeah. that clearly shows what angle your car is in, which I think is important for you to be precise. That is the easier of the solution. The more harder solution, I think, would be just to have an inset in-car view of what your car is seeing. Oh, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Sort of like a little picture-in-picture of what's the view like inside your car, which I think would be kind of exhilarating because it is a rally game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes, that'd be very cool. Like a backup camera, but facing forward. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) yeah. This wouldn't be an episode of Seven Days to Play if I didn't have some qualms about the sound control. (laughs) And lo, I have some qualms about the sound control. Yeah. Uh, You can't turn off those engine sounds. So annoying. It's like... It's like, imagine that just permanently going. Like, it's not useful because... Right, if you had to change gear or you had some control over acceleration, then the engine sound could be helpful because you're like, oh, it's getting to a high RPM, I need to change gear or something like that. Yeah. It adds nothing. Uh, There are options to turn off, A, music. Yes, straight away turn off music. Uh, B, to turn off sound effects. But those are supplementary to the continuance engine engine sounds. Oh, really? So there's, yeah, so if you turn on sound effects, there's like a blip when you, I don't know, collect a magical B letter or restart the game there's a little extra effect sound effect there mm. but it won't turn off the engine sounds oh that's really oh, annoying that's quite annoying please uh. let me turn off, turn off those engine sounds I actually just kept it all on even the music but I kept it a music quite mm. low because I mean it it's so super fun yeah, yeah but it's like super fun chip tunes kind of thing so yeah it's like yeah. for people who like music it's great but you know me my history on the show is <laughs> well proven I let my games like I like my children, quiet. (laughs) (laughs) 
and non-existent. <laughs> My other big issue was that the cars don't have any sets. Like I kind of yeah. felt like one was faster. I kind of felt one was better and off track, but it might have yeah. just been my imagination. A fun little quirk is that you can fake the star count rating if you're not if you don't have uh, if you're not connected to the internet. Because I'm playing this on the subway, right? So for certain periods of time, I'm in the tunnel, and so there's no internet. And if I were to play a level there, what I think happens is whatever stars you get for that level get added to your mm. existing score. Yeah. Whereas if you replay a level with internet connectivity, unless you get a better score, your star count remains the same. Oh, interesting. So I unlocked... So several times I unlocked levels, and I was like, oh, hang on a second, I've got 82 stars now just by doing a two-star on an old level, and then that two getting added to the total rather than oh, the difference what? being added. Yeah, so I think you can fake it if you turn off your internet connectivity. Oh, Definitely a couple of times I unlocked things, and then I went back later, and they were relocked. So, little uh, quirk. The last thing is the monetization bit. Um, we talked about it. It's just confusing and doesn't... The right opportunity for us to provide the right amount of money is not evident in the beginning. Yeah, it just feels a little bit sneaky. Yeah, and I don't think they're being sneaky. Like, it doesn't seem like they're they're trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah. If they were, then that's that's bad. But yeah, if I hadn't paid one ninety nine, I would have paid four ninety nine. Yeah, but I did end up paying four ninety nine. Oh, and the 199. So maybe, maybe that's the calculus they did. That like, oh, maybe know. most people pay 199, and then those suckers. Will <laughs> and then I paid the 499. And then people will pay the 499 to get the cards. Whereas maybe just if you only could pay 499, then few fewer people would in total give money. I mean, at the same time, I feel sorry. Game making money off games is super hard. Yeah. So that's true. I get it. It sucks, but this experience left a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. Like rubber. taste of oil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Final seven-day score, Edwin. Ooh, it's a good one for me. This was six days. Really? Yeah. Nice. I played it pretty much every day, hence six days. <laughs> <laughs> it was a seven out of seven for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, I played it all the way through, enjoyed it, replayed some of the levels uh, in order to get that elusive 80 stars at the end to unlock that last level. Yeah. That's uh, the stars. Star I had test. to go through each one and see which one that I can shave off and make a better time. Got that 80 star, got the one star on that last level, and I was like, okay, I'm it, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that last level, man. Oof. Yeah. That's, That's a, slog. a long one. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I had a great time with this game. Would recommend. Would recommend. Bestalali! <laughs> ding, ding, three. Sam, what shall we play for the next seven days? So, we haven't got into a story-based puzzle game in a while. Mm-hmm. Your specialty. Bring uh, it back, Sam. Here we go. I'm ready. You have seven days to play Fractor. Could you spell that for me, please? Is it like a tractor, but with an F? F-R-A-C-T-E-R. Oh, E-R. Okay. Well, that's why nothing came up. I was spelling like a tractor. Embark on a journey of light and reflection. Uh-oh. Join a veiled young hero exploring a world in shadows. Discover secrets hidden in the dark and outsmart ominous creatures as you traverse a mysterious labyrinth of glowing black architecture. Glowing and black. How exciting. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing that. That sounds cool. Immerse yourself in a highly sensory (laughs) experience and set off on a perilous quest to restore light to a darkened world. Oh, God. What is that? I just saw the third thing in the features list. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
It does seem like they're going for that Monument Valley-esque feel. Worse than that, I was thinking of that. What was that other <laughs> terrible game that people love that I hated? <laughs> oh, uh, Florence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, because feature number three is A Poetic Self-Reflective Journey. A game experience that's both heart-pounding and at times deeply personal. Uh, okay. Good. I'm looking forward to this. Great. It is two ninety nine, I believe. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine on the App Store. Yeah. I shall play this for some number of days. Before we go, things of the week, Sam. I, I revisited some of Christopher Nolan's older movies, mainly because I was listening to a podcast called Rewatchables. Mm, okay. From the Ringer Network. From the Ringer Network uh, about Inception. And it was interesting because it, there was this like bit in the podcast where the hosts talk about, you know, I didn't really fully understand the plot of Inception until... I think no one does. Until they try to explain the plot, right? Which they have to do on the show. And so when they're rewatching it, they carefully read this, you know, what exactly is happening and how many levels are going deep. And that just got me thinking of like, you know, I should, I should revisit some of nolan's old movies because they're pretty good but i wonder if they hold up and so i hear he does make good films (laughs) (laughs) and so last week i watched batman begins Mm -hmm. and the movie is already 13 years old i i could have sworn that was only like five to six years old i mean the dark knight had its 10 year anniversary right and like polygon did a whole bunch of uh coverage on that yeah i didn't think it was like 13 years old how Uh, does batman begins hold up for you so it holds up okay but you just it just you just realize like how much more complex characters in TV and video like TV and movies are these days um, because already Batman begins the characters feel very one dimensional. You have Bruce who's like set on this thing, and when I was watching it, I was like, oh my god, it's such a complex Bruce. He has his principles, and he's getting he's getting persuaded by Katie Holmes's character. Oh, and that's like Minx. <laughs> And now you just see like, oh, wow, like this is, he's a pretty simple character. And it has been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. And he, you also think like, oh, what a complex character Alfred was. And, you know, Michael Kine is, right? <laughs> and now he's just Impeccable. like, and he is like a pretty loving, like one dimensional character now. And you're just like, wow, like things have gotten really complex in the movies. Are you going to do the trilogy? I am going to do the trilogy. I did like, I did enjoy those movies a lot. And Batman Begins still holds up a bit. Yeah, I definitely want to rewatch The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's the Heath Ledger one, right? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Inception, Movies with Mikey has a great episode on uh, unfinished endings or uncertain endings, where he looks at The Sopranos and Inception. Mm. And that's just a fun kind of look at to <clears throat> look into why we like and the problems we have as as an audience with sort of unfinished endings, right. which actually is pretty is super smart and yeah has some interesting things to say as always total recall is also a movie with an unfinished ending mm. right because you're not sure if... we watched that yeah i think that still holds up though yeah. <laughs> and it's campy nature what is your thing of the week also rewatching things mm. oh look at this double a double double head double rewatching double, double rewatchable uh yeah we well i am rewatching firefly and the boyfriend is watching it for the first time mm. Which is amazing. I was like, oh, you haven't seen Firefly? Oh, yes. wow. Now, does Firefly hold up? I... It does. Uh, it's... Yes, I think so. Mm. 
I mean, sure, the the SFX are a little ropey at times, and you know, you can kind of see the you can see the joins and see the seams about how an episode's constructed and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, and like some of the fight scenes are like, oh, right, that's clearly fake, but. <laughs> I think so far the storytelling and the script is still fantastic, mm. as you expect from from a Whedon uh, enterprise. A Whedon, Whedon. So yes, uh, I'm looking forward to finishing that. We're about halfway through, and then I get to show him the Serenity movie. Oh wow! Yeah the oh. the biggest thing that was depressing for me when I watched the Serenity movie is how there was like just seeing the missed opportunity of playing out that entire story over like two or three television seasons. Also, a great movies with Mikey episode on Serenity as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I get. I need to catch up with movies with Mikey. Double plug. <laughs> and that's our show. You have seven days to play. Fractor with an E. With an E. Not not fracture. <laughs> <laughs> everything can be Italian cuisine. That mercifully. sounds delicious, though. Follow us on Twitter at Seven Days to Play. Tweet us your game suggestions. Seven days to play. And don't email us. Seven days to play.